Welcome to the SPU Voices podcast, where we tell personal stories with universal impact. I'm your host, Amanda Stubbert. Today, we sat down with Jordan Grant. He's SPU's Associate Vice President for Undergraduate Enrollment Management and Director of Student Financial Services. As a first-generation college student himself, Jordan understands what it's like to wade through the information about scholarships and aid without relying on the experience of a family member. He has used this knowledge to help students understand how they too can fulfill a dream of higher education. And now Jordan is going to help us all understand a bold new move SPU is making so that dream is available to even more students. Jordan, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Amanda. I'm very happy to be here. Well, let's start by getting to know you a little bit. Can you tell us about that, that first generation journey to college? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a story I, I really appreciate telling and having the opportunity to talk about it. I, as you mentioned, I was a first-generation student, and like many first-generation students, I was a bit naive about my choices. Uh, I thought I had one choice, uh, or even a better explanation, I did not know I could have more than one choice for college. Um, that is my level of education and college experience when I, I was applying. Uh, I applied to one state university uh, because it was far away from home, but not too far. Um, and I was admitted to that school, and that felt great and amazing. It was a great opportunity to see that I was chosen to be part of that community. But I did come from a single parent household where our money was always tight. Uh, my mother was a waitress. I uh, am one of three boys that we had in the house, so I knew that financial aid was really important. Um, I remember uh, getting mail one day. I used to always get the mail coming home uh, from school and got the mail and I knew my financial aid award letter was in my hand as I got home. And I remember opening it, seeing the numbers, doing quick math in my head, knowing what the tuition and other rates were at the college I was admitted to. And doing that math, I knew I could afford it. And that award letter for me and that experience uh, probably was just as important, if not more important, than my admission letter. Uh, because without that financial aid, my dream of that college degree of going and exploring something that was unknown but really exciting would not have come true. So to this day, I think about the financial aid award letter and I think about students uh, who are admitted to SPU and at the kitchen table with their parents and looking at the award. That is a it's a thought and that's personal to me and a memory that's still ever present. Well, Jordan, let me just take a, a, a moment here to say that we had some pretty similar experiences. I came from a single mother family who was self-employed and she had two daughters only one year apart uh, one year apart to try and put through college so that same experience getting in is one thing but then how are you actually going to get through becomes a very different experience so my work here at SPU and working with parents has been very close to my heart as well having sat there through the tours and through those moments going do I belong here and can I really make it through yeah that's so true, yeah. And there's the whole other experience which you're on campus, which was very helpful as well, but I completely understand your perspective as well. It's nice to have that shared experience with you. Yeah, and I know so many people do. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting, at least when I was growing up, there was this sort of idea that to make it to a good college, you either had to be very rich or very poor. 
because that was the only way through. You either had to have great grades and lots of scholarships and no money to pay for it. So you got lots of grants or have your parents be able to write a check. And of course, that's not most of us out there. Most of us, it's yeah. somewhere in between and you're going to need to work closely with the university to make it happen. Absolutely correct. So true. So what drew you back to higher ed and finance? Was it that very experience? Yeah, it was. That was a large part of it. Um, it was something that uh, I would like to think that I sought it out and this is, I knew what I was going to do. But quite frankly, like a lot of college grads, I just really needed a job. And uh, I had blessings of a family that uh, lived up here in the Seattle area and they offered me to come live with them and find job in a, in a larger urban area of versus where I, I was from. And I happened to get a job at a financial aid office at a local university here in the city, but not SPU. And I started it there, uh, the financial aid office as a data entry technician, 1994. Um, and I was really fortunate that as every time I've got that job under my belt, another position opened up that was a promotion. And they liked me, I must have done good work, and I was able to be hired and progressively move up in that office. Then at some point along the way, I think when I was a financial aid counselor, I realized that I really enjoyed what I was doing. I felt called to it. Um, the math was something that came easily for me. Uh, understanding policy and processes and helping students and families navigate them was something I really appreciated. And I was able to communicate those really complicated things to them in ways that they wish they understood. And finally, it was just service. You know, I really felt like I was doing something good uh, for students and therefore the world. And I still have that feeling. And since, I, like I mentioned, I was like a first generation student myself and high need student my, as well. Uh, I understood where many of these students were coming from. And I just love, love serving students. And, you know, I, I know how the difference higher education can make for a student and their entire family. Yes, yes, absolutely. And we very much appreciate the work that you do. Thank you. But I know one of the reasons that you're sitting down with us today is that you have a very exciting announcement for us. So I won't make our listeners wait any longer. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what does reimagined tuition look like? Well, thank you for, for this opportunity. Uh, it is very exciting, and we are very excited uh, at SPU to making this announcement and uh, talking about that's been a, a pro program that's been a culmination of our hard work and intentionality for quite some time now. And we've been working on this innovative program, like I said, for quite some time, probably over two years. And you know, I'm just really excited to let you guys know. So, but just to give you a little bit more context. Um, in April of 2018, uh, President Martin asked uh, for a review of financial aid and the cost of an SPU education. And there's a couple of us that kind of jumped right in with that and were given the charge to do that work. And we looked at everything. We looked at all kinds of different options uh, that could be out there that were completely out of the box uh, and some that were just minor changes to the way we do business. Uh, but now, uh, through all that research and careful budgeting that we've done, uh, and with the Board of Trustees review and approval, you know, SP, we're, we're taking this bold step and what we believe to be a necessary step 
into the question of cost of higher education through the Tuition Reimagined Program. And that, that program has three really uh, bold new items. You know, we'll hear the word bold often, but once you hear me describe them, I think uh, we'll all agree that this is fairly bold. So in the autumn quarter of the 2021-22 academic year, so essentially a year from now, uh, Seattle Pacific will lower our tuition by 25% to 35,100. That is definitely a bold move. Additionally, we're- I just wanna repeat yeah. that real quick. Everybody's talking about how tuition is just too high and things need to change. And so just so I heard you right, in the fall of 2021, our tuition will go down 25%. Down 25% to 35,100. Uh, I was looking just recently and that this is the same rate that we had just about seven years ago. And so we've, we've really done a lot of hard work to see how we can to, to uh, fold this into our programming, into our budgets. And we're really excited about this and we, we know we can do it. And uh, that definitely have opportunity to talk more about that too. But what I also love about this program is that it's just not about that uh, top line price that I just uh, mentioned. It is critical and important, but we're also doing other things that are built in the tuition reimagined. We know that price uh, is a definitely significant factor, but so is financial aid as I've been talking about my own personal experience. So we're refocusing our primary scholarship programs uh, to three main programs that are part of this tuition reimagined uh, portfolio. Uh, we're going to roll out an in-state matching scholar award where qualifying students uh, will pay no more than the tuition and fees at their home state's flagship university, public flagship university, which is amazing. Uh, there'll be a lot more details about that coming out. We're going to continue our Faith in the Future Scholar program, which graduates of a Christian high school or who have demonstrated their commitment to faith and service will receive 50% of tuition in SPU aid. And we're still committing to the Washington State students, especially those high need students with our Falcon Bound program, where students who qualify for the Washington College Bound Scholarship program will have their full tuition covered by grants and scholarships from SPU and from the federal and state governments. You know, those three things are significant to help support the students who uh, still need financial aid to come, uh, even in light of a 25% reduction. And SPU will still offer merit awards to those students who may not qualify for those big three other scholarships. Well, so that, sounds, that sounds amazing, but I'm assuming there's people out there thinking this may be directly related to COVID. Uh, a lot of schools are being asked, how can you charge the same amount of money when student, a lot of students are at home being 100% remote? It, are these decisions related to, to, to right now, to, to the COVID situation? That's a great question. Uh, the short answer is no. Uh, you know, we've been working on this, like I mentioned, since uh, April of 2018. Uh, we were moving in this direction uh, as early at, this year as uh, February, before any of us knew really anything, the, the significance of the, of the pandemic. Um, it is just a providential uh, moment in which we were thinking about the future of SPU, the future of our students, um, thinking about how we can support both things, have a healthy institution, which then supports a healthy and high quality education for students, making it more accessible. At the same time, 
you know, the difficult difficulties and the challenges around COVID um, has been apparent a, a for students. So we are just coming together at this time to, of our careful and thoughtful research since those two years ago in this current moment, and we're able to, to make this happen now. Awesome. That Well, that actually makes me feel better about it because knowing that it's been in the works for a long time means there's probably a lot more foundation than a last minute pivot decision, right? Yes, absolutely true. Uh, we, uh, through our budgeting and our thinking about how to fold in this uh, tuition reduction, uh, we're able to do this without uh, reducing or eliminating programs or anything like that that would be that could have been a result of this tuition reduction that's just not going to happen and and uh, we've been really thoughtful about how to how to make it work yeah well let's dig into that a little bit because as a, a, as everybody has to manage their own household budget one would think if I'm going to earn less money at work I'm going to have to cut how I spend money at home so one would assume if we're asking for less tuition, then we must have to cut programs in order to make that happen. So if we're not going to cut any programs, how, mm -hmm. how is this uh, reimagined tuition gonna work? Yeah, that's a great question. So one, uh, couple things. One, we have been doing this through, like I mentioned, our careful and thoughtful uh, budget stewardship. Uh, and generally SPU is just known in the higher education community of this kind of care and, and stewardship. Um, and like I mentioned, because of that, we're not going to be uh, uh, reducing any programs or educational experience. Um, and we're able to do this in, in some ways just by budgeting and reallocating, but also by making sure that the students, the new tuition price will be much more closer to what they pay for after grants and scholarships. So we are reducing some uh, SPU gift aid for students, uh, but one thing that we're able to do with that, especially for current students, is that after that reduction for 2021, they will still pay the same tuition as they are now. So I'm gonna repeat that again. So our current students, uh, even though our SPU gift day will be reduced, after their renewable SPU grants and scholarships are considered, they'll pay the same tuition in fall 21. So this is a, that's another significant factor uh, the good news here is that we're able to manage our budgets differently, um, provide financial aid for students still, and essentially have our current students experience a zero net tuition increase for the fall 2021. And in fact, that's the first time we're able to do this in over 25 years, and to have this uh, kind of flat net tuition cost for our current students. Wow. So once, once they balance that budget of our family can afford this for the first year, you're able to say, now we can do that all four years. So you're not worried about how things are going to change over those four years so that all of a sudden their senior year, they're priced out. Yeah, close. It, the $0 increases are for our current students in fall 2020 uh, going forward. Our fall 2021 people uh, will have a different level of tuition commitment. And this is the kind of the third leg to our stool of this tuition reimagine. So it's the price reduction that I mentioned. It's the scholarship, robust scholarship programs that I talked about. But also we're um, making sure that uh, students have some predictability in uh, the tuition costs. So beginning after the fall 
2021 academic year, uh, we um, we will be guaranteeing and committing to no more of a 4% tuition increase beginning in that 2022 year, which is actually a very bold step. So most of the time, private schools are incre increasing tuition annually. So anywhere from five, six, sometimes even 7%. Uh, at SPU, our historical average has been about a 5% increase. So after that initial year of uh, lowering tuition, we're committing to future increases being no more than 4%. So that's a, a significant step and we believe will be helpful for families to know exactly what to expect. Uh, and that 4% is going to be on a lower tuition price than like I said, that's been for, for some time. So we're excited about that, that all three of those things dovetail together uh, to help us uh, reimagine a way in which families can afford Seattle Pacific and uh, what we really hope to do is lower the barriers for students who considered the list price of tuition um, as a uh, impediment to them even considering SPU. Right. Okay. So again, let me let me reiterate to make sure I understand. So we're we're going to lower that initial price tag. So you have a smaller mountain to climb when you're trying to figure this out to begin with. You will be guaranteed no more after 2021 be guaranteed no more than a 4% increase so you can sort of plan how things will go across your time as a student. But I think there's one more benefit. You were talking about state school matching. How does that yeah, one work? Yeah, that's a great, yeah, for, it's a scholarship program that um, is definitely coming online for fall 21 and it's called the In-State Matching Scholar Award. So qualifying students based upon academics uh, will qualify for this award in which their uh, net tuition and fees at Seattle Pacific, so after grant SPU grants and scholarships, will be no more than their home state's flagship university. And that's going to be applicable for students who come from Washington State, California, Oregon, Hawaii. And uh, we're very excited uh, about that uh, particular program. That's, I, and I love that you said tuition and fees because I understand that sometimes those big state schools that have limits governmental limits on how much they can raise tuition, sometimes there can be a little bit of a bait and switch where the fees are actually higher than tuition itself. Yes, that is true. And most often you'll see uh, really nominal increases in tuition that public schools uh, advertise and market, but you will see fees in the thousands of dollars uh, for many uh, flagship universities. And just to compare, what's SPU's like average amount of fees per year? Yeah, it's about $400, 400 to 450 really depending on uh, your enrollment. Well, this sounds like such good news for families, if nothing else to simplify the process a little bit, but um, very much so to actually bring down, bring down that mountain that you're trying to climb. So again, I'm just trying to put this in words that, that families can understand. So if, if you were sitting at a kitchen table with a family looking at SPU and maybe other colleges as well, what's the most important thing you want them to know about this process? That's a great question. Um, and about the process in particular to our tuition reimagined program? Sure. Yeah, um, a number of different things. One, what we really hope is that with the lower price point that many students would be able to consider SPU uh, that may not have in the past. Uh, we know that there are students out there that 
um, what would be a great fit for Seattle Pacific. Uh, our research showed that almost 45% of some students just didn't even consider Seattle Pacific because of our price. Many of those students would be great students for the SPU community and, and would appreciate the type of education SPU delivers. And so when the family's looking and sitting down at the kitchen table and looking at the information, I want them to be able to consider SPU if they haven't before. Second, I would like for them to see where they would fit into the financial picture uh, of our scholarships and grants with their own uh, home budget. Uh, and that is by applying uh, to Seattle Pacific, completing the free application for federal student aid, which is an aid application most colleges and universities use around the country. And those two things put SPU in a position to be able to put together a comprehensive aid package amongst many of the different things I just spoke about with a lower price point that hopefully makes uh, attending SPU doable for, those, for that family. And we want to do everything we can to uh, help meet the needs of those students who believe SPU is the best fit for them to achieve uh, their educational goals. What would you tell parents? What is the, the most important question to ask or the question that a lot of families don't think to ask? Yeah, that's a really good question. Now, as families look at different colleges, um, some may believe that, you know, colleges, a degree is a degree, right? Um, I've heard that a few times over the most recent years. And, you know, not all colleges deliver the same thing. It, it may seem like a degree is a degree no matter where you receive it. Uh, but, you know, it's life-changing experiences in and outside the classroom that are really important. It's the development of the soul, of your, of your core of who you are. It's care and service for others and, and uh, a calling that you discover that God has, has for you and what you uh, as a person receive for the challenges of life in that education and, and strengthening your resilience. So not all schools can provide that kind of opportunity. So I think it's really important for schools, to, or students rather, to ask, is this school a really good fit for me? And parents should be asking that with their children, guiding them in that way. Does the student see themselves developing into a fuller person than they are at the day that they're considering schools? Do you feel like in visiting a campus, am I seen there? And uh, do I have a chance to experience, a ch if, I have, if I experience a challenge along the way, will I be helped? Will I be served? Will there be support systems to make sure that I can uh, achieve my dreams? So a lot of those things are intangibles because uh, colleges and universities have lots of data that they'll give to students and families about the how, percentage of how many students graduated, what's the average debt, uh, how many landed a job or went into grad school, and all those are important. Families should be asking for those things. Uh, but it's where a student sees themselves being the most successful is really critical. Absolutely. I would say that was definitely true in my own life, and I'm guessing based on your experience that you would say the same thing. You know, yes. it's interesting. Sometimes I think the most important question to ask is to simply ask. I've heard students say so many times that they don't even apply to their dream school for any number of reasons. And I think it just doesn't hurt to ask. How do you know it's not possible until you ask the question? Yeah, that's so true. And we really hope that 
uh, with the, our tuition reimagined programs, our reduction of price, that we'll have an opportunity to answer those questions that students ask us because they feel like they have now an opportunity to ask them. Absolutely. Well, thank you for all the good work that you and your team have done, and I'm sure will continue to do for quite some time getting this ready to roll out and serve so many students. So let me end with our, our last question that we love to ask all of our guests. From your unique experience, if you could have everyone in Seattle wake up tomorrow and do one thing differently that would make the world a better place, what would you have us do? Well, that's a, that is a big question. And it's a really good question. In thinking about it, uh, I think of part of Jesus's great commandment, which um, calls for us to love our neighbor as ourselves. And in thinking about that, I, I think it's easy to do so when your neighbors look like you and think like you, when your neighbor's stories are really similar to your own. But if people woke up tomorrow in Seattle and found a way to listen to each other's stories, especially those stories that are different from your own or even difficult to hear, just to be with that other person in their story, understanding it and experiencing that story as true and as real as your own, even, even if it is different, that would be a big, huge first step in making the world a better place and making our Seattle area a better place. And I think that, you know, in doing that, you might even find uh, the essence or some part of that other story is like yours and that God is at work in those stories. And who knows, you may be God's instrument for good uh, with one another. And I will say that what you just described is one of the things I love the most about higher education. At least what I've experienced in higher education is a melting pot in which you get to experience those times of story and learning the story of others that are very different from you on a very regular basis. I think we can wedge ourselves into very like-minded circles as we age. And I love the point of education where, where it really does push us into experiencing the stories of others. And, and I absolutely second what you, what you said, that we all need to continue down that road no matter how old we are. I, I agree completely. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Jordan, for joining us today. And I'm guessing that quite a few of our listeners are going to be calling you and asking <laughs> you for more details <laughs> about how this uh, lower tuition is going to work. But thank yeah. you so much for joining us today. You're, you're welcome. And we re we're ready for those questions. Just bring them on. I'm happy to <laughs> awesome. Happy to have them. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you.